to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to another episode of the Embody Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes and dropped a five-star rating, a written review, and just let me know what you are loving about the show and what you want to hear more of. I do want to take a second to just say thank you from the bottom of my heart because January we had the most listenership since I've started the podcast. So I am so grateful for all of you out there who are listening to the show and engaging with the content and sharing it with your friends or your family or whoever you think would benefit from this because this podcast started as me just having a space to explore things that I've been musing on and as I've enrolled in my PhD program and now I'm in my second year of that just like really allowing these nudges from the soul to be explored and to be engaged with in a community I just think is so beautiful so I just want to say thank you and I'm really really glad that you guys are all here and if you've been here from the jump like thank you for the graciousness in the podcasts that I've stumbled through a lot of them are just me stumbling through and mumbling through honestly things that I find interesting. So thank you guys for being along on the journey with me. So in today's podcast, I want to unpack a Hillman quote in which he says, simplistic thinking fulfills too many wishes. And I think this is a really important thing to just contemplate on for a second. I'll read it again. Simplistic thinking fulfills too many wishes. You know, Freud was the one that said that the unconscious showed up, especially in dreams, in the form of wish fulfillment. And I don't think that's exactly what Hillman is speaking of here. I think that what Hillman is speaking of is that when we live at a horizontal level of consciousness, meaning we we aren't inclusive of the vertical component, the spiritual or depth or soul of the... Um, experience, then I think that what happens is we live on this horizontal plane and it becomes very, very devoid of, I think we get stuck in the eye is what I'm trying to say. We, we aren't connected to something greater than ourselves. And I've done podcasts on that in the past, but this shows up in so many nuanced ways too, right? So like most often we are interested in our dreams and in the images within and shadows and archetypes to the extent that they are useful to the I, to ourselves. And if it's not useful, then we don't create a relationship to it. And it's really interesting because this weekend, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I did a somatic experiencing practitioner training. And in the training, there is a mention of images in the Cybam model that they use as their kind of gestalt of working through trauma. But it's interesting because I noticed something in the training that the way that 
the SE world, typically, I'm not saying all SE practitioners do this by any means. So if you're an SE practitioner out there, I'm not saying this is you. But what I was picking up on in the training was that the images showed up and they were approached from a place of use and utility, meaning we can use this image to work through our trauma. And my approach is a bit different because I really... I think this is what's a little bit different about the the Jungian space is treating the images as if they have their own autonomy and their own personality and to treat the image as if it's only available when we want to use it becomes I feel like its own form of objectification and in the Jungian world there's a discussion about opening up the relationship to the imaginal instead of it being an I it relationship so the I the you are connecting to an image as if it's an object and instead perhaps approaching it as an I thou relationship meaning opening up to the living entity that that image carries or the the living energy and the life force and libido that that image itself carries And I think that we really need to be aware of this because these words, shadow and archetype, are used as marketing buzzwords to pull people into exploring the unconscious without a proper sacrifice on the level of the I, and often the I is associated with the hero myth. The ego needs a hearty dose of relativization, and what that means is getting into that relationship with verticality, realizing it is at the center of the universe. What we really need to cultivate is an awareness that the journey with the unconscious is certain to require some form of death, dismemberment, darkness, that requires the ego to sacrifice and to surrender and to die in certain ways. And so before we cannonball into the unconscious, and take on way too much, way too fast, way too soon, we need to be aware of this because the propensity, if we do that, is to go into the unconscious and take nuggets from the unconscious without putting adequate work in. And we want to recognize this because this is quite oppressive to the unconscious. It it, it treats the unconscious as if it's just coming from a place of use. And young warned us to be aware of unearned wisdom and I mildly see this in the kind of pop psychology marketing space when it uses this exploitation of the imaginal and we're taking all of this archetypal energy and we're turning it into this product where it's being exploited and given away to make our way in a capitalistic society and I think to honor the unconscious to honor the images within is a radical radical shift you know my opinion on this kind of like pop psychology space is that you know it helps a lot of people and I think the reason why it's so popular to have all of these blogs and Instagram posts in this kind of self-help space is because our healthcare system sucks And the accessibility to mental health is just not where it should be. And so I believe this amplification of this kind of accessibility via the internet, it's that way because of 
you know, the repercussions of living again in this capitalistic society where most of the healthcare and insurance companies are quite frankly more interested in money and profit as opposed to the humans that are experiencing the interaction with with the healthcare provider. That could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> but I do believe that this this voluminous accessibility often reinforces our hero psychology that prioritizes kind of slaying the dragon. What I mean by that is understanding the unconscious only via meaning, rationale, and like that left brain side of relating to things without any sacrifice on the part of the hero. And this is where coming back to Hillman's quote initially is simplistic thinking fulfills too many wishes well it is that sacrifice of the hero of the i the ego that allows us to settle into an appropriate relationship with the unconscious and it deepens our thinking it deepens our wisdom within and my question is can we meet the image without exploiting it for meaning without treating it like it's an object like it's an it And especially if the it is uncomfortable, can we treat it as if it doesn't necessarily need to be conquered but related to? Hillman has a quote that says, just as we do not create our dreams, but they happen to us, so we do not invent the persons of myth and religion, they too happen to us. The persons present themselves as existing prior to any effort on our part to personify them. To mythic consciousness, the persons of the imagination are real. So by all means, I support this wave of moving into shadow work. I love it. I I really, I'm hoping to help individuals deepen into that experience. But I think an important thing here is to recognize that you aren't promised that 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 process is going to be a lovely one or a comfortable one, actually. And I think that if we unconsciously just go merrily skipping around and trying to collect only the gift states from our shadow work that make us feel good, I think that it's just really important that we know that there are also myths of death and dragons and demons and darkness in there as well. So we just really want to, like Young said, be careful of that unearned wisdom. And on the other side of that, I think that if that's your lot, I think that that also can provide some wisdom because to meet the terrible sides of the unconscious is to learn humility and respect for the totality of the archetypal realm. And to have that respect and humility and reverence in the face of the unknown is really the only way I can see us being able to discriminate between the human and the archetypal as well as the sacred and the profane and to find that just right relationship with the material that we are working with internally and so if you are a woman who is listening to this podcast and you are interested in learning how to engage with the archetypal and imaginal realm in a deeper way i am starting a workshop series in march called the wounded woman workshop series the wounded woman is a book by linda leonard and i've like recommended to almost all of my clients but it's a really invaluable key to deeper understanding of this of exactly what i'm talking about in relationship to the archetypal experience of 
being a woman going through the world. In this book, Leonard talks about the father-daughter relationship in particular, and we don't want to literalize this and just mean the literal father, but, you know, these cultural fathers that we're also exposed to. And so my intention with this group is to honor Leonard's use of archetypes in this book, The Wounded Woman, and teach others how to honor and to relate to the archetypal realm with a sense of reverence and respect that the sacred images carry. And so if you are looking to learn more about this in context and follow along, it's mildly like a book club, but I'm going to set it up as a workshop series. So how it's going to work is since there's 11 chapters in the book, I am going to meet and discuss the chapters every two weeks. And so it's going to be a 22-week workshop series and we'll meet for 90 minutes every two weeks and break down the different parts of the reading. Um, It's going to be a space to dialogue, to ask questions. And so if you're interested in enrolling in this workshop series or book club, I will put the link to that in the show notes so you can go check that out. It starts March 14th, so just to give you a heads up on that. And again, I think circling back around to the beginning of this podcast, my intention in in this podcast is to create an environment where to the best of my ability, my intention here is to not necessarily go for that horizontal realm and just kind of give you superficial nuggets of advice on how to navigate the world. My intention with the podcast really is to open up and allow psyche to move within us. So if there's something that I say during the podcast, pay attention to that. If there are images that come up for you or memories that come up for you during the podcast as you listen to something specific like pay attention to that of course there's going to be tactical tangible you know things laced throughout the podcast but that's not my intention here is to not just give you these little nuggets of advice so that you can just eat it up without contemplating it and digesting it and stewing on it and really letting it change you rather than you just change I would rather let this material kind of organically and spontaneously change you by you engaging with it and I think ultimately that's the best we can do when we're engaging with psyche is just to have an awareness of how we want this process to be all about us but actually it's really not and so again I'm just really thankful for all of you out there who are listening and again if you share it with somebody who would like the show I would really really appreciate it Otherwise, we will chat on Sunday. Bye, guys.